Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I'm Matthew, your Dungeon Master. Let's go around the table, introduce the players and the characters they play. To my right is... Angela, and I play Abella. I'm Karen, I play your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn, Ryland Westfall. Uh, I'm Josh Walker, and I play Skern Felspar. He's just jealous because I have a tagline and he doesn't. My tagline is my name. I'm Tristan, I play Charles Rothhouse, second of his name. <laughs> and I'm Tom Moore, playing Nezor Valgoulis, the little bard dude who has some fun. Yes, little bard dude is in fact a race. <laughs> All right, uh, well, let's start this episode with a little bit of a story. Gaspard Gautreaux is the name of a young elven man who, upon waking this morning, took his father's service flintlock from a hiding place under a floorboard in his house. He cleaned and then loaded it, and has spent the entire day wandering the streets, waiting for an officer of the occupying army to be within shooting distance. He had a chance earlier today, but he missed it due to the thick crowd but just when his patience wore thin, he spotted the man we now know as Castellan and his strange entourage. Making his way through the crowd, he grasps the pistol concealed within his cloak. His knuckles are white, bloodless with the strain. His forehead beads with sweat. And as he closes with the man, he draws the pistol, levels it at him and declares, we shall not be ruled fires. And starts World War One. Well, that's, that's basically what happened. No, we, uh, we already started World War One. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're past World War One at this point. So, given that the three most able slash closest people to this incident are yourself, Scan, Abella and Ryland, and Abella is currently distracted looking at the roof, of all things, you both see this pistol come up. I'm going to allow you guys to both make a single action. You guys can tell me if you'd like to do something, and if it requires die rolls, we'll resolve those, and then we will roll initiative. Well, I think instinct would take over in this case, and I would try and grab the gun from him and point it at the ground. Okay. You yeah, know, sure. If you happen to accidentally die right now, it'd make my life a lot easier. Um, so it's more, I don't want anyone to get shot right now, okay. including myself. Sure. Okay, we'll treat this as a grapple, so roll me an opposed strength athletics check. 12 plus 7, so that gives me 19. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, how would you like to fluff that? Like, what do you actually do? Um, he shouts, we shall not be ruled. I see a gun pointed, not exactly at me, but in my vicinity. So without even thinking, I just grab it and force it down. Okay. Um, simultaneously, I, I'm going with this guy because he has information on my sister and that's really my guiding motivation at this point. Um, so I don't want that information to get shot. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but I ain't going to step in front of the bullet, so what I'm going to do is basically shove him out of the way. Yeah, right. Let's make this a shove attack. So strength athletics. <sighs> Eight. Uh, so he rolls a one. Uh, that beats. Okay, cool. So simultaneously, this pistol comes up, fires, but as it fires, a dragonborn happens, and <laughs> this pistol is now pointed, what, away towards the floor? Towards the ground. Yeah, towards the ground. This bullet ricochets off the pavement and disappears. 
Um, I thought you were going to say, he gets pointed down at the ground, and I have just pushed him onto the ground. He gets shot. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know what? I'm actually going to... I really like the idea of you pushing him over, and then the bullet just, like, an inch to the right, just bouncing off. Oh, my God. If it got him, cue another three months of everyone be like, fuck's sake, (laughs) Oh, my God. How is this my fault? Yeah. This guy's not even old. (laughs) Everyone roll initiative. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Charlie, remember that you're rolling at disadvantage. The exhaustion levels still apply. They will be removed once you sober up. I'm not going to treat them as actual exhaustion. It's just a good way to replicate drunkenness. Yeah, so no, temporary that, exhaustion levels. Yeah, no, that's fine. Like, I'm happy to take the negative effects. I just don't want to literally be useless for 48 hours. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Like, worst, you'll wake up with a headache. Um, right, so that's if he doesn't, I'm going to be very upset. And that's we'll see how this <laughs> All right, so what did we roll? 17 for me. 15. 13. 4. 17. You and Charlie both have the same dex mod. Just roll again. Whoever gets the high dice roll goes first. It's just a determined it goes disadvantage again? Uh, no, just oh. d- straight dice. Yeah, 17 with just disadvantage. The dice? I just what? rolled one. Dice did you... Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Because I got a six. <laughs> okay, so that's all right. Abella goes first. Uh, so... This all happens at once. The elf with the pistol and Castellan being thrown to the floor and this crowd. Half of them just run. There is about ten other civilians left. They get into an altercation with the guards. The guards are basically lifting their muskets and using them sort of like a barrier to keep them away. They sort of meet each other halfway. The guards are basically doing what guards do in this situation, beating the heck out of anyone who comes near them and threatens them. Abella, you see that the figure on the roof has repositioned slightly, and it is now your turn. Um, repositioned how? Like, are they drawing a bow They've, or anything, or...? So they were prone, and now they're getting up to their knees. Okay. I'm going to say, Oh, the humanity! Stumble into the sky, and then just be like, Alright, you've caused enough trouble, fucking go home. And I'm going to take his pistol off him. Okay, if you want to disarm him and take his gun, uh, I will get you to do a special attack roll and oppose strength athletics check for me. Ten. Okay. Uh, we are not rolling well today, no. any of us. You grab the pistol, which is hot to the touch, and I feel like that's probably what contributes to the fact that he's able to rally and sort of pull the pistol back. But because you've got a grip on it and you're holding that grip, it then turns into a pulling match between two ends of the pistol. And <laughs> in the meantime, there there's just this pandemonium around you. <laughs> Next in the order is Charlie. There was an there was a gunfire which yeah. Charlie hears, I assume. Oh yeah, it went yeah. bang. Okay. Um So essentially <laughs> what I'm gonna do you know how in like video games when all the um when all the scripting for movement and stuff don't work and so the characters spawn in like a T shape? Like, yeah. In the I'm gonna do that in front of Nezzle and just like Protect me. <laughs> Try to protect me as well, but just like, and like look around to see where the gunfire went. And that's about it. Yeah, cool. That's about all Charlie's got cognitive abilities for. <laughs> right. Look out, small one. I shall protect you. Uh, Ryland, what are you up to? Um, well, I've just pushed the guy's gun to the ground and uh, a, it's gone off. Abella has wrestled him. Yeah. They're now having this sh- no, tugging it's, match. It's more of a tug of war over a gun. But yeah. also, neither of us are super strong it's in like terms of. like both of them like... are trying to just jack yeah. the gun off. Okay. Um, well, I. <laughs> is anyone else. Is anyone it's else... a Dutch rudder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you know that's the episode title now, right? <laughs> is 
anything an immediate threat to me right now? Um, the crowd, if they get through the protective circle of the guards, and uh, you know what, I'll let you do a perception check if you'd like. Yeah. Basically, I want to assess. Yeah, yeah. To my person. Oh, that's good. That's fine. They failed. Um, they're uh, plus something. <laughs> they rolled a one. So you, not only you, but this round, everyone else will know that they're here. You, having a military background, have that soldier sense where you just know someone's creeping up behind you and immediately your attention is drawn to this figure that has just appeared on this roof who is brandishing a crossbow and it is wearing a white porcelain mask with a bit of like golden i guess you would consider it to be like some kind of filigree um and a uh calling it a hood would be generous it's more like a shawl like a ratty shawl are they pointing the crossbow at anybody? They are aiming at one of the guards. Because this depends on how I feel about this. Am I going to try and escape, or do we want to try and... You could spare it away. I am neither for nor against. Because the thing is, like, we could try and get away in the confusion, this is... but then we're still in Ratu. Yeah, so... but we got dragged in... Like, yeah, we were forcibly taken, essentially. Like, mm. hey, come have a But also, mob you. justice does not hear nuances. But yeah, so it's sort of like, I'm happy I'm to just leave. I'm super not worried about ten civilians. I'm not physically capable of... I'm on... Dis- basically, I get I know, negatives to I everything. Don't still, even if it was just the four of us, I am not worried about ten civilians. Um, the, the Maybe the shiny assassin might be a problem. Um, well, we don't know they're an assassin. They look pretty. Yeah. They look pretty assassiny. Shroud and mask. Here, and here's the thing: we we all down. we've all seen this. Now, so here's my question: like, I know combat's a little bit interesting, and this is Tom talking here. The second Abella sees this, she's gonna do something. I've seen it. She already saw it. And then there was a shot, and there was a gun firing near me, and that's why I want to get it because I'm like, you might no, shoot I mean, me. The, I, you mean, saw... I mean the porcelain mask. So to give you an idea. To give you an idea, you saw this figure rise to their knees and now you are currently preoccupied with this little yeah. oik. He's also very young. Very like, young. Uh, like, he said elf. Yeah, but like, like Abella wouldn't super kind young? of know. Like an elf young? Like equivalent of a 13-year-old. Okay. So looks young even for a human. Idealistically mm. revolutionary. Like His elves like 70 is still a child. Yeah. 70 is like 18. Yeah. 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 70s new 18. Yeah. Um, well, I think I will draw my bow and try to disable but not kill the person on the rooftop. Yeah, cool. Because I don't want anyone shooting in my general direction right now. Um, so, yes, I will draw my bow and try to shoot. Like, maybe in, like, the arm yeah. or something? 15. Yeah, that hits. Oh, groovy. Um, so 1d8 plus 2. So what's the intent here? You're trying to basically disable them? Yes, yeah, so I'll be aiming for their front arm. They can't shoot with a bad arm, so... Nice. 7 plus 2, so 9. 9 damage. So, yeah, I'm aiming for... If he's... So I'm aiming for the arm that's in front of his body. Yep, absolutely. It hits, and you hear a high-pitched shriek. Um, can I try and grab the gun off the two of them? Well, you still haven't used your second attack, so you can absolutely use it to make a special attack and grapple the gun off them. Uh, roll and this an opposed strength athletics check. We'll do two rolls. So that'll be 19. Yep. And 17, 18, 11. 19 and 11. Okay, uh, yeah, you managed to get this it free from the elf's 
Mitz, Angela, please roll me a strength check to see whether or not... I come with it. Yeah. <laughs> I got me an elf! Oh, sorry, that should be strength athletics. Aha! 17. 11. Ah, uh, so now there is a... Sh- now there is a- Unless you're going to let go of Bella, you know... Now you two are fighting over the gun. Yeah. Nessel, your turn. How far away is the person who's just been shot by Ryland? This figure is two stories up and 40 feet away from you at an angle. And are they still holding the crossbow? Uh, yes, but only in the most technical sense. You're quite confident the bolt went through their arm and into the crossbow. Not, not yeah. a problem. What I'm going to do is point my finger at Castellan. Yeah, who's on the ground. He's on the ground, but he's not injured or anything, so I can actually communicate with him and just be like, how do we get out of here? What do you think? Okay. This does last for one round, um, and it cast me. It, it's an action to sure, cast sure. it. He looks at you and goes into the alleyway. Does he have a particular alleyway? In so mind? No, no. He's he's just like if we want to be safe, we need to not be on this main street. Okay. Um, so I will guide drunk Charlie towards. Isn't is there an alleyway past him? Kind of yeah. straight from us. So yeah. I will guide drunk Charlie towards. Castellan with the intent of then getting to the alleyway. Yep. Depending on how much distance that is and how much Charlie can move at the moment depends on how long this is going to take. You can start moving him and he can start moving next round. Because yeah. he's basically just standing in front of you at this point. Yeah, so that, that's um, my thing is I need to convince Charlie of this. Yeah. It's not going to happen right away. Charlie, boss man thinks we need to get out of here. He's not the boss! He is in this town right here, right now. He reckons alleyway is safest for all of us. Charlie is now my tower shield. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. To my mind, it's like a Jesus take the wheel. Charlie is my tashel. Nezor, is that your turn? Yeah, one, but like, I think my action is taken up with casting a spell and then using the knowledge from that spell to get towards where I want to go. However, what happens next is one of the guards gets a crossbow bolt in the neck and drops. Okay. As the second would-be assassin rises from the other side of the street. Oh, good. Um, the one who has been shot by the Dragonborn is, however, preoccupied with the whole arrow with shrieking no and trying to remove the arrow from their arm. My hands! Um, crossbows! <laughs> the other guards don't notice their compatriot go down, but two of the ten angry villagers are being, with the butt of a musket, being subdued. Some of them have started to turn and run as well. The line is breaking. Fair it's enough. basically like a panic response. Okay. Castellan stands up, barks orders at his men to keep the crowd at bay. And it is now Scan's turn. I basically, I see what... Uh, I see where Nazor is going. Because um, I'm definitely, I'm with, definitely with having Charlie. to gesture. And he, like, this is not he did words talk to, to Charlie, so I heard him. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I see them. I basically grab Castellan um, by the scruff of the neck yeah. and pick him up. While with my other hand, with my, my left arm, I, which is my dragon shoulder, um, I point at the, the, the first assassin with the uh, Edwina crossbow hands yeah. and say, Rush! Um, Rush looks at me sort of... <laughs> and there is a steely determination from him a- and also slightly <laughs> hungry. <laughs> um, and takes a sort of runs down or runs off my shoulder down my arm and launches himself 
from my fingertips. Yeah. Um, and Bola. flies straight like an arrow at this um, masked woman mm-hmm. and um, swoops her and goes for the neck with his um, barbed tail. Cool. Roll me a sack. I want a baby dragon. Fucking yeah. That doesn't fix problems. <laughs> I think he was making a pregnancy joke. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. The thing oh, is, right. adopt, don't shop. <laughs> a baby oh, dragon is not it. just for Christmas, Karen. <laughs> a baby dragon is for life. And um, I'm okay with that. It's life. When you so I believe I have to do a constitution it. save? Yeah, it's a, it's, sorry, I, I hit it with a 22. Yeah, that absolutely hits. Uh, and a DC 11 con. All right. So I have to roll over 11? Yeah. And they rolled an A20, so... Okay. Um, you don't get poisoned. No, the stinger must have got caught in the shawl. Um, you still take damage, though. Yeah, okay. But I do. <laughs> so Edwina's like, Ah, my arm! Ah, dragon! <laughs> uh, you take you take six damage from being poisoned in the neck. They shriek and then sluggishly... The goal is to subdue. Yeah, they sluggishly pull away. They do not look particularly well off. Crush! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grab and yep. he and I are going to the alley. Okay, cool. All right, back to the top of the order. Abella, what are you doing? Am I still, like, hanging from the gun? Uh, <laughs> I like that imagery, so yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, where is this guy? Gaston, even though I don't know his name. Gaston. Gaspard. Uh, you no, don't know his name. I'm not ever going to remember that. No, it's that's fine. Be don't worry about it. No worries. Um, Gaspard. Uh, yeah, he um, is currently being musketed in the head. I think we may be focusing on the Gaston a little bit too much. Yeah, I actually like, well, don't think he's very important. Right. We got the gun. That was the main thing. So I'm going to let go of the gun. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to do a roll. Yeah. You know how like, hardcore people probably don't need to do one, but at this point yeah, I'm like, yeah. less than a foot. Superhero landing. Yeah, it's not... I'm going to do like... No, I'm going to do one of those parkour things where they <laughs> land and then they kind of dive forward and do a roll. Put your feet up on the gun and then kick and do a flip in the air and land. <laughs> break the game back. physics. I'm probably not going to do <laughs> break, that. Break Rylan's arm. <laughs> um, these physics are now. Causes to drop physics. the gun. Okay. So um, what's the what's the what's the aim here? What are you doing other than looking cool? To be cool. Just looking cool. Gonna see that there. I've probably heard something about an alleyway. I'm like, well, that sounds like a good escape because I want to be out of here. Um, so I'm going to roll towards them. There are arrows and guns. You don't need to roll an acrobatics check. I'm just going to say you're able to do that because okay. uh, that just seems pointless. What about if you rolled it and then determined how good a roll Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? Let's let's see how successful we are. Does she stagger and fall on her But be aware, if you roll a one, there will be repercussions. Out of one is succeed and everyone goes, meh, seen it before. To ten, Nothing 20, special. Like, Holy moly, you invented a new gravity. Yeah. Uh, my goal here is to be so excellent that the fighting stops. Roll it. Do it. They all stop and they go, wow, we've really learned something today. And they all shake hands we, and go we home. Should, we should all, like, okay, nat 20 this. <laughs> or nat 1 it where the fighting gets more vicious. <laughs> it just makes me so angry to see someone fucking There's up. There's an elf who can't even cartwheel. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, hang on, that's... Wait. Actually, that's not bad. Um, 20, not natural. Describe what happens with gusto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no <So> one. <laughs> Should have picked a different name. <laughs> you didn't even name him. I'm going, so I'm holding on to the gun. Uh-huh. And I let loose like a... Hah! It's very dramatic. That's it. And I fall, but you Half don't have foot. like... <laughs> You know how in anime the women always fall like one leg is like very delicately like slightly bent and they're like ah. Oh. 
and then I'm going to land and propel myself forward like Wah! like oh like right towards the camera you guys are falling you are mistaken and I essentially do like falling kind of chin starts up hairs like dramatically trailing behind me and then tucks under and like bam I do a roll and I'm on my feet again okay and it's like and are you running like well now I'm you know I probably pause for a second and flick my hair and then I run okay um, roll to trip Abella. <laughs> Don't be cruel. Be, but speaking of being cruel, Charlie, it is your turn. Um, so you've got, um, Castellan. <clears throat> Rylan, have you noticed uh, we're moving? <laughs> well, uh, I just rolled. I'm not sure, because I, I, I just shot the assassin on the rooftop. Uh, yeah. I've just been left and Abella's just kind of launched herself off the gun I've been so holding in Very attractively. Yeah, so I'm going to, as usual, pick up Nezor. Um, so I've got Nezor under one arm, I have Duchess under the other. I go, quickly now, Lady Ryland, we must go! And then I continue to do my high step like I have been, but at 50 feet in six seconds. Very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with this fucking dust coming off the pavers. Yeah. No, um, that's. Yeah. Skinner looks at Ryland and goes, I don't understand how he can't see that Nezzle as running and, away. Nezzo and Duchess are both very confused, but kind of used to this I'm by this point. I'm not confused, I'm just like, yes, Charlie, this I'm is so exactly what I want to. <laughs> Duchess is just looking a bit more smoother than usual. This is how you get the flapping yeah. around. <laughs> by all tellings, seems to be enjoying herself. Actually, I could do it. I could just run because they did tell me to just go down the alley. Get so I could. Uh, more, very few alleys are more than fifty feet long. Because yeah. I can <laughs> move a hundred feet in six yeah, seconds. It, it's so through a wall, it's leaving a, a Charlie Duchess and a Nazor-shaped hole. Charlie is many things. Able to go through walls is, is maybe one of them. Maybe it's one. Of them. Yeah, actually, one I think of it. Maybe. Um, no, it's about forty foot. I'll move. In behind the building, yeah, like <laughs> you're all effectively crowding around the entrance to this thing you're about to go into yeah, it, so I'm, it's fine. Oh, I'm I'm a bit further in, like because uh, I've got. So you just blow past <laughs> scanning Castellan, like high knee stepping, yeah. like. I'm oh, smart. I figured I was behind him anyway. Yeah. I thought because he sort of dragged him a bit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, that's your action. Yeah, pretty much. Ryland, back to you. So you see Charlie and Scan and Castellan and Abella all beelining it for this. Um, for this alleyway. Can I just have a quick look around and see what's happening in my immediate vicinity? Sure. So the the figure with the um, crossbow that you shot is currently, seems to be retreating further behind the uh, eave of the building. And the one that shot from the opposite side of the street appears to be reloading. Um, if I was to try and get to the assassin that I've injured, what would be the most expeditious way to do that? The fastest way to do it would be to scale the building or potentially go inside the building and see if it has a rooftop access. Other than that, I guess you could follow them through the alleyway and maybe try and keep them in eye contact. What's the goal here, just to take them out or...? I, I kind of want to know what the assassins are up to. I'm deadly curious. Uh, at this point, they just seem to be killing soldiers. Um, well, I think I'm going to try and get to the top of the building where the injured assassin is. Yep. See if I can find out what's going on, because I might be able to use that to my advantage to, you know, get out of this situation. So um, I'll shoulder barge the door down and look for a staircase. Uh, just do me a quick strength check. Eight plus four. Yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I think this thing just fucking blows off the hinges. It was probably recently replaced. 
Um, an elderly couple sitting in there like, not again. Yeah. You're no, encouraging well, uh, the local... Yeah. Uh, this looks like it is <laughs> some kind of florist. And, yeah, there is a staircase leading directly up opposite the door. You charge up the stairs, and it's one of those ones that winds back up on itself. You're pretty confident this place will lead to the, a roof because at the end of this staircase, you're not going to get to the end of it, but at the end of it, there is another... There is, like, a landing and then a door, and you're pretty certain the door leads to, like, if not the roof possibly like a balcony or something yeah there would have been like a very small one at the very front of the building this is great i'm pleased at my progress mm, mm, mm. <laughs> um okay nezor can ryland still hear me as in if can I you to, no it, that, that's a separate thing i can definitely whisper to her that's not a using your magic yeah, yeah that's that's magic i can point through walls i know she's there like how far away is is ryland from uh me? she is probably about 40 foot away from you through two walls if I were to yell and play very loudly, she would still physically be able to hear me. Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, I would be willing to say that. Yep, easy. I am giving Gonna have Ryland. to hit those threats, though. Oh, absolutely. Um, I am giving Ryland bardic inspiration. Oh, very nice. Thanks, man. And can I use it multiple times? No, no just the once. just the once. And you can only have one at a time, so unfortunately I cannot just load you up. Shame. You can't get loaded, um, that unfortunately. That is a bonus action for this turn. Great. Um, so I can still do other things. Yep. Is, so at the moment, we know of the one assassin who's been shot, and we know of another one who's taken a shot. Um, can I perception... And there is also the young would-be assassin who is currently saying hello to the I don't pavement. give a shit about him. Um, <laughs> can I just do a quick perception check to kind of see what can see us? Sure. You probably don't need to roll, but if you want, you know... That's an 8020. Uh, yeah, okay, so this, this, there are no windows. It is a two-story tall yep. gap. Um, it's a very sharp angle, so if someone were to try and shoot you from here, they would have to expose themselves. Yep. So you can absolutely grab that from a second. Um, there are some broken roof tiles, actually, in the gutter on either side, and the actual road here is bowed slightly, so there's sort of... It's not so much there are um, gutters, but there are... It has a depression on either side of the passageway. Shit flows away from the middle. Cool. Yeah, basically. So at the moment, I'm kind of stuff. getting the... Not Nezol's kind of getting the people trying to disrupt the people who've taken over kind of feel rather than assassins trying to assassinate someone important kind of feel. Um, if you'd like to try and work that out, you can uh, roll me an insight. Yeah, so let's, let's do an insight. Uh, that is... Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, 13. Hmm. Why would you have an assassin in the street if you had the perfect position to not have that person be in danger? Um, so in that case, I'm going to basically be on the lookout for anyone who is going to be firing in our direction now that we've got the important person with us mm. um, and have a spell kind of ready to, to go, um, which, for your reference, has range of 60 feet. Basically, if someone takes a shot at us, I am shooting magic at their head. Okay, so you're readying an action to cast a spell on anyone who attacks you. So, Hrosh sees the assassin that he was attempting to knock out sluggishly try to run away from... Krosh. And this pleases Krosh. Um, however, they are very, very bad at staying upright on a tiled roof. She is, however, going to disengage and attempt to escape over the tiled rooftop, so I'll get her to do a deck save to make sure she doesn't fall. And, uh, okay, that's a one. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so, in the alleyway ahead of you all, the would-be assassin slips down the side and lands about ten foot in front of you. Damn it, is this the one I'm chasing? This is the, yeah. 
God damn it. I'm sorry, I rolled a one. Like, there's no coming back from Dude that. Dude deserves it. Good. Yeah. They wish they were, though. Cool. Can we hear them making noise? No, no, no. They're in front of us. Yeah. yeah. Like, they landed in front of you. Yeah. Like, no, that, like, like in our alleyway? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can we hear... Basically, I'm asking, are they unconscious or are they making you noise? You hear... <gasps> yeah, that's my question. Um, so... But, from uh, I'm basically trying to decide whether I want to heal them so it's then easier for us to interrogate them, or do we just take them captive now? Unless you have a reaction, it won't, ha- won't matter. Well, I, I held a spell. spell. Oh, yeah. uh, so your trigger for your reaction is if they attack you, and at the moment they have not. Ryland, um, from where you are, you can see a window that gives you a view of the other assassin, mm-hmm. and you see that they have completed ro- uh, reloading their crossbow. And now they are taking aim down the alleyway that these fellows are retreating down. Uh, the, I'm assuming one of you would probably be looking over your shoulder at some point. Um, the, the guards that were with Castellan have actually stopped beating the peasants and uh, have grabbed the one that tried to shoot him and are now heading towards you, oh. taking up a rear guard. Cool. So I'm very much looking over my shoulder. Do I see the assassin taking aim at us? Yep. They cool. seem to be aiming at you. Cool. I'm dissonant. With, like, are they within 60 feet of uh, me? I'm going to say you're at the extreme end of 60 feet, so your reaction only triggers on their attack. So just give me a moment. All right, that's a two on the dice. So the crossbow bolt flies over your head and ricochets down the alleyway before emerging on the opposite side. Uh, so you were going to use dissonant whispers? I'm, I'm just trying to decide if I use dissonant whispers or message. Well, put it this way. If you can come up with a good enough message that you're going to say that will actually shock them, I, you can use message. It, it's not necessarily shock them. It's more more trying to convince them that we're not who... Hey, don't fucking shoot me. You Look, c- you do you. You decide what you want to do. <laughs> you do you, man. Yeah. It's Dungeons and Dragons. So the other one charm person? No, so, so for reference to everyone else, I have message, which is basically I can point at someone and whisper to them, and then I also have the spell Dissonant Whispers, uh-huh. which is basically the same thing, but I'm attacking you psychically. Oh. Um, but I'm actually considering... I, I would do just a message. If you're trying to get yeah, them not no, to I'm, me. I'm trying to talk to this person because yeah. I'm not necessarily... Like, metagame, I'm not necessarily against them taking Ratu back. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so I'm going to point at the person. Yep. And they'll definitely see that because they're aiming at me. Mm-hmm. And then whisper to them, Hey, we've got someone very important here. And as far as I can tell, we're not exactly with him. And we're not exactly against him, but we're not against you either. So, so what can we do to help each other out here? I'm not promising to help you because I don't know what you want, but let's at least talk. Okay, uh, roll me a diplomacy check with disadvantage. With disadvantage, Jesus. That was not the strongest play. Yeah. I kind of want to help you, but not really, and we might not do this. Uh, Diplomacy is not a thing. Do you mean... Persuasion. Persuasion is probably a disadvantage. Yeah, persuasion or disadvantage. (laughs) That's a one. Yeah. And a four. Yeah. They seem to be completely ignoring you. In fact, you don't even get a courtesy response. Sure. There's my attempt at playing nice. That's fine. Castellan is going to take the dodge action and keep pace with the party as you guys retreat down the alleyway. Um, Scan, your turn. Um, so, is there anything in the alley? Is there, like, boxes or anything? Um, no, it's empty. There's lichen. It's pretty grotty. <laughs> it's cardboard boxes. It's like, it's, yeah, it's in, in an alley by the docks. Uh, no, but the docks are near. Are there crates or anything like that? <laughs> Not in this alleyway, I'm afraid. No, no. There's no cover? No. Okay. I've seen the 
Edwina crossbow hands fall, and I'm like, "Fuck! I forgot we had that friend. God damn it!" Yeah, um, and I've determined that she's probably not a problem, and I think we're in pretty good hands. So I'm now making a reasonable show of I am helping Castellan along. Yeah, um, and I've sort of pushed him to the, the to the the wall, and uh, actually no, I'm sort of holding him in the middle and say, "Don't stand near the walls." The wall's channels a crossbow bolt. Stand in the middle of the street. Um, and then I see, I look up, because I've seen her fall, but Rosh is nowhere to be seen. So I look up and see this little face stick out over the edge of the, and chirp. Just sort of, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. good boy. <laughs> and then I go over to the assassin and, uh, and, and say to her in Bashano, what's the deal here? What's going on? Who, you, uh, who do you work for? Are you trying to freeze a bash? No, what is this? <laughs> Answer me, maybe I can help. I said, quiet. Okay. But I'm making a big show of, like, holding a harpoon to her neck or something. Yeah, right. Okay, um, this person goes very rigid. Roll me a persuasion with advantage. Boom. Uh, it's a 19. They respond, I think my father knows your father. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everybody knows my family and this Am I close enough? Yes. I'm just going to come in and be like, uh, yes, no, I think he does. He's a good man. How's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's recovered well. Great. Can we talk in private? <laughs> this mask figure looks from you. This mask figure looks from you to Scan and then to Castellan, who's now standing next to you, looking down at this would-be assassin. Nezor, why are they talking about their parents? <laughs> Can Ryland see or hear any of this from her window? No, because you're actually facing the street. Mm. Um, so it's not a lot of time. We're still in combat. Even though he wasn't yeah. delivered that way, that was all intended to be quite quiet. Yeah. that's yeah. very quick. Also, I'm yeah. going to say that's probably the extent of it. So we make. So you and I are like this. Yeah. So I, 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 can I insight what the hell? So here's here's how this is going to go down. If you want to intuit anything from Abella's side of the conversation, you're going to be rolling in opposition if she doesn't want you to know. Otherwise, I will set a DC and you can just tell me what you want to know if it's anything other than a Bella side of stuff. Right. Um, okay, to do this is also going to use your action. So tell me what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm trying to intuit who this organisation is because this, I, I have, from, f my, my initial blush with it was, oh, okay, there are assassins, fucking more assassins, and then I have now clocked the, their modus operandi is slightly different and... Abella seems to know these ones, or there's something going on here, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. So what's... I think this is an Abella thing. Yeah, I think it probably is. So can I just say what I would do now? Sure. Um, is this um, person in the mask in a condition to run? Uh, no. Any... Oh, fuck, okay, well, that changed. They, they have been stung. They also fell off a roof. Yeah. I'm going to say pick one of the things that you want to know, mm -hmm. and then Abella, discern whether or not you want to just let him kind of figure it out. Are, are, are they are they likely to help us or hinder us? Um, I've just rolled a 19. Do you know what? Because I don't know if they are in this situation, so you know what? All right, instead we'll treat it as an insight check. 19 is high enough. Um, whatever their motivations are, they are more interested in attacking the mercenaries than you. The one that fell off the building appears to be in an extreme amount of pain. 
Fell off a two-story building. Yeah. yeah exactly. Are they are they sort of barely conscious or are they? They are very much conscious, but they are very woozy. Okay. You can I... see you can see like black veins underneath where Frosh has stung. I notice that and smile, and then I call Frosh back. Yep. And he yeah probably just hops down. Uh, back to the top of Bella. Probably going to say loudly, "Ah, oh, we're going to take you for questioning," and then I'm going to kind of put her arm around. So what's the intent neck? here? You're just trying to deceive everyone. Yes. Deception. Twelve. Whether or not they buy it, you're not sure, but they're not stopping you, so... Okay. Well, that's good enough. Charlie? Right. Um, again, Charlie's going to shuffle Nez off from behind him, and Charlie's going to be like, meh. So the fighting's in front of him and everyone's behind him. Okay, so basically he's about face turned and stepped around Nezor and... Okay, so Charlie strikes up a protective pose. Uh, Roland, it is your turn. Out the window I can see the other assassin preparing to fire again. Yes, you can. Um, again, I'm going to fire my bow with him, but main, not kill. Please roll me an attack. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Well, roll, roll first. Yeah. And then. Roll first, then determine it. Yeah. Oh, too late! Ha! Oh, I got a Don't use your bardic inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so I think you pull the arrow taut in the bow and there's the panel of glass and there's maybe like a sunbeam coming through. <laughs> It's a rad moment, and then <laughs> please describe to me how you fire, and then roll your damage, which is, don't forget, double damage. Two you roll twenty, two, so you double two it. Two d8. So yeah, how do you do that? Do you d- roll, roll two, or you just roll two? Yeah. Um, so yes, I pull back the arrow, I fire, it bursts out of the window, and like there's this kind of rainbow sparkle of light. Um, I think the assassins, or the, the would-be assassin, sort of notices the last second and turns their head yeah, slightly. Yeah, turns slightly um, yeah. at this blaze of light. And then 6 plus 5 plus 2, so 11, 12, 13 damage. Ooh. And then the, um, the arrow strikes them in their front arm on the crossbow. And uh, I would argue you go straight through the arm, so they've actually got the arrow right through their arm. You hear uh, a male yelp, and then the crossbow itself breaks in half. Nice. As the arrow pierces their arm, pins it to the body of the crossbow, the crossbow breaks and then they spin slightly. The bolt looses as he falls and it flies into the sky. Nizzle. So I've heard Abella trying to deceive us. Yeah, she, yeah she's clearly so, trying to save this person. Yeah, which I'm like, cool. So there's something more here and I'm not 100% against it. Um, so this alleyway backs into a wall, right? Oh, no, no, the alleyway goes to the next street. Oh, straight through to the next street. Um, I think I'm just going to like start like pulling Charlie, yep. my Charlie shield backwards um, <laughs> to, to like get everyone going into that. Like Charlie's suspect. Actually, no, I'm going to shoot Abella a look, not yeah. necessarily questioning anything, but more being like, okay. Message her. I could message her, um, but I think I'm just going to let her be her. And I yeah. will. Yeah. Um, and kind of back back into everyone. So yep. Alright, cool. A little bit more grouped up. Alright. The would-be assassin on the other roof uh, decides to expeditiously retreat. <laughs> and combat is ended. Frosh is begging for treats. Oh, I, I find something. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I say to Nezor, um, Nezor, do you have any of that meat left? Oh. I don't think I had any meat left. Yeah. Mm. Really? No. We didn't we... use all of it. 
It would have been like two weeks old. No, he means the stuff we got from the um three months ago. No, not three months ago. The stuff from the the, the, oh, yeah. the pig that was getting roasted by the priest. Yeah, that was all. Yeah. That's all been swampified. Yeah, uh, that's also like five days old. This is Frosh. He doesn't really mind. He's just. I, I think I personally either would have given it to Frosh already or gotten okay. rid of it. Well, then I get out some ration treat, sort of jerky stuff, and I like, he's a good boy. Good boy. Cool. How does Castellan react to that? Uh, Castellan's just sort of staring at the entire thing, and he kind of looks at you, Scan, and he goes, You saved my life. Yeah, they wouldn't I? Hmm. One of your numbers missing. Where's Ryland? What was your fake name again? Mathilde. What? Mathilde. Mathilde. I think... (laughs) Mathilde, that's how you pronounce it? Yes. Well, Mathilde did not follow us down the alleyway. Can we please dispense with the (laughs) attempt at a lie? No! (laughs) I'm scared chuckles at that. He goes, yeah, all right, fine. Uh, Wasn't a very good one anyway. Um, Mm, Maybe Ryland's her name that she goes by or something. I Maybe Mathilda's her middle name, but never mind. Um, Mathilda's definitely one of her names. Well, you will I ha- continue loudly and... You were there the whole time. You saw what I saw. As far as I'm aware, I, well, she's not here and I don't know where she's gone. If she has a reason to flee from you, I don't know it. And I make eye contact with him. I can roll yeah. a persuasion if you like. No, I think he buys what you're saying. Are you trying to basically intimate to him that he shouldn't go looking for her? Uh, no, it's more just sort of a, uh, like, do you have a reason? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so he looks and he goes, the fact that you both tried to stop that, and he points to the elf that's currently unconscious between two of his guards, assassin, has changed a few things. I am, of course, a gentleman, and a gentleman does not forget his debts. So if you should happen to run into Ryland, please tell her that I would like to have a conversation with her. And if she should happen to decide to come of her own volition, (laughs) please let her know that I have a very nice cabernet. Can I hear this? Yeah. Uh, I think you probably she can. She could hear me. So. You can do whatever you want with that information, Roland. I'm like, because I, I can't see them, can I? I'm at the wrong no, but you can probably hear the conversation. It's probably a bit You've like now muffled. opened the window. Yeah. With an arrow. <laughs> I do that. Is there like another window I can get to to look down? Or actually, can I insight into the tone of his voice? Is he bullshitting me? I mean, yes, but it will be a disadvantage because it is a little hard to get that if you're not looking so at a person. 12 and 9. So just be nice. Um, well, look, the thing is, though, he invoked, like, the code of a gentleman and... In the presence of another gentleman. In the presence of another gentleman. So he's probably not lying, but whether or not you'd like to risk that is entirely up to you. I'm not going to risk it right now. Yeah. I've got, an, I've got an assassin to get after. Oh, okay. Ryland side adventure. Um, How diggity. We'll resolve what's going on downstairs. You all hurry down this alley captive in tow, and weave your way through a number of streets until you reach a small riverside dock. There are a few ships moored here. They've had their masts unstepped and are currently being guarded by a small complement of these soldiers. Talking about that, so on the way there, the elf I'm supporting, so she's not in any kind of thing where she can run away or anything? No, not at all. Well, she could, but it would be fruitless. And she would probably get a beating for it. Can, Can I whisper... To, can I? Well, so not whisper even. Can I make uh, eye contact with Nezor, and then and go and point um, at, at the at, at the two of them? Mm-hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> and then look at him and cock my head. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, try and do infer. You, you can inside to see what I'm trying to infer, but I think you get it. I was like, you're the one who can speak silently. Yeah. Speak silently, damn it. <laughs> so I'm going to point... So I'm assuming Castellan is with his guards kind of at the front, leading the way. Uh, Castellan is close to scan. Not that it matters. He can't hear me anyway. No. Um, so I'm going to point at Abella yeah. and just be like, is there a secret conversation we need to have? Because I don't think we're going to be in private anytime soon. Not necessarily, it's just basic thieves speak here. Um, but I want to get information for this from this woman and I think it'll do us good to have one of them on our side. I can't make you two speak together, but I can be a go-between. So if there's anything you want to say to them without anyone else knowing, I can do that. Yes, um, can you ask her if she has a way to escape as she is? And is there anything that I need to say to her to get her to trust me? No, just say you're a friend of mine. Cool. Fine. So I'm going to point at the assassin, mm-hmm. quotation marks, uh, and be like, hey, I'm the little halfling behind. Uh, you're the only one that can hear me right now. We basically need to have a secret conversation with you. And I say we, I mean, uh, big guy, half-elf, your elf friend, because uh, we're not really with everyone else. So we kind of want to know if you've got a plan of escape uh, and if there's anything you need us to know um, before we get to wherever they are currently taking us. Uh, you get a very short, sharp response and this gets me out of here and you will be rewarded handsomely. So back to Abella. Yeah, she's not got a plan. Oh, good. But... I don't have a plan, Nazor. But if we get her out of here, there'll be good things for us. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Anything else we need her to know right now? She she knows who we are, and she knows that we aren't with them. What else do we need to to do, to say, to... Just tell her we'll see if we have an opportunity, but if we do, meet us at noon at the Lawbreaker's Circle. Yeah. Cool, so back to her again. Gonna do our best. We don't have a plan at the moment, but we're usually pretty good at coming up with things on the fly. Are we? Um, <laughs> Nezo, you're, the, you're the best, like middleman. <laughs> um, if things go wrong, but in a right kind of way, and you manage to escape, and you either need help or you want to get back in contact with us, uh, noon tomorrow in Lawbreaker Circle. You get no response. That's cool. That's what I expected. Yeah, so yeah, you, you're approaching this port and you notice that all the sails have been removed from these ships and they they vary from... There's probably some that could be like seafaring, but for the most part, they are like ships that are designed to sail in rivers. Mm-hmm. There are a number of dinghies uh, and you are basically escorted onto one of them. Uh, Castell and yourselves are all on one and then his guards and the prisoners are on the other. Abella, I assume you're staying with your friend? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, this whole time I've made quite a big show of like... We'll get answers out of you. Um, um. Walk this way. I look at Nazor, point my finger at my head, tap, tap the side of my head, and uh, then sort of nod to Abella, and then. While you're doing this, I can, there's no I, I'm literally just gonna. Thievery. Gesture to the boat, and then make a circle motion, as in to say, capsize it. You'll pay for your crimes. <laughs> She's also rubbish in boats. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Immediately. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'd point back at the bellow and be like, look, if you get a chance, you can capsize the boat, but I don't know how well you do in water if you're not so good on boats. I'm fine. Oh, look, I'll survive in water better you than You can swim. <laughs> yeah, but Basically. can you swim and carry someone at the same time? The person can you ask tripping? her if she can swim? Because swimming's easier than running. Uh, so I'd go back to our assassin and just be like, not a plan, but just checking. Can you swim? Yes. How bound up is she? She is effectively offering no resistance. So she's been escorted by Abella the whole way. I also do feel like my blustering has actually helped in that. Have you like... removed the arrow from her forearm? No, it's still there. <laughs> What's this dinghy made of? Wood. Wood. Cool, that's unfortunate. So... And nails. There would be nails. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some kind of, like, um, sealant, like some kind of tar, yeah, possibly. Yeah, would be tar. Oh, I was going for heat metal to see what that would do, but... I reckon just rocking the boat would be I've, a far simpler way. I was going to say, I've got like, a dinghy's plan, a yeah. fucking... I've got a much better plan. <laughs> trying to decide okay. if yeah. I want to get away with it. Yeah. Um, can I insight... Are all the guards in armour? Uh, no, they're wearing, like, red fatigues and leathers. Oh, I mean, okay. like, in armour, yes, but not, not like, metal. metal. No. Would Castellan have any idea that I am in any way magical? Uh, he hasn't picked up on it. Cool. And what do you think? What I want to do is create a sudden loud ringing noise that is painfully intense in the water and would therefore be somewhat muffled and not doing much damage to people. But the boat is a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried, so it takes 3d8 thunder damage. So... Let me just get this straight. <laughs> you are going I'm murdering a bunch of fish. Yeah, was, <laughs> you are killing a lot of sea life. I think uh, it's, it's a it's ten foot like sphere. Ten so feet. Yeah. If you do this at the same time, because I think once I got on the boat, I'm immediately like, huh, and I'm gonna go over the side and use my non-acting heaving <laughs> to rock the boat. So if you kind of blast one side and I rock, oh, no, th- this boat is going to. Shatter. Break. Oh, the spell is literally break. called Shatter. Oh, you're doing Shatter. Yeah. Excellent. I'm My doing turn. a Shatter within the water so that it doesn't hurt anyone, but. Let the, me look at that card. The boat definitely will explode. <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to aim it in such a way that a bell, even if it does some of the sound, yeah, escape. I, look, that works for me because you it's a point of your choice, it's not a target. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a fish, ten yeah. feet behind the boat. <laughs> um, As a distraction, I will be heaving. But I'm still in contact with you, so I'm kind of like yeah. three, so while it, while this is three two, one, now, but in the build-up to that, sure. Matt can do whatever uh, just he wants. Be- just before that happens, I just want to get an idea of where everyone is because there are two boats being rowed across the river. Uh, the first has Abella, the assassin, and some of Castellan's guards in it. The other has Charlie, Nezor, Scan, and Castellan, along with the rest of his guards. I, I, I would be asking Castellan where we're going. We're going to my estate. Cool. Um, for dinner? Uh, yes, and uh, perhaps a nightcap. Sounds good. Can I ask, why were you so keen to have us over for dinner? given that you now seem to have changed your mind. I must confess, before you saved my life, I intended to extract all the information you had about your sister and then lock you up in my basement. And 
do what? However, <laughs> you're in another boat. You can't ask. I know. No, no, but but actually, that would be scary. Kinky. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I okay. Armor, baby. Cards on the table, then. My plan was almost about, it was like 50% of what your plan was. I was going to extract as much information as you had about my sister because I have not the faintest idea of where she is. I haven't seen her in ages, but my grandfather has been sort of communicating, like that's how I heard about her going missing. Um, the last thing I heard was about the cult of the dragon, which I have to wonder is whether or not that was even accurate at all. Okay. Um, he blinks after you tell him all this information. He goes... Well, then perhaps we should have this conversation in private. Sounds good. And rest assured, I won't be locking you in my dungeon. That's cool. <laughs> I look him up and down and go, hmm, shame. <laughs> oh, now you're now gay. First we right. burn people's faces off, <laughs> and then it's okay. Uh, he raises a single eyebrow at you. <laughs> and I, I just go, kidding. All right. So before I do my... Shiz. Well, before you say anything else, is Charlie doing anything? Sitting on the chair. Yeah. One hand. Patting the dog. Petting the dog. Love the queen. Love the queen. But he's a little sort of, you know, when you're like, you're losing the the wind in your sails. You're coming off the buzz. Yeah, you're you're fucked up, but you're not splashing the water like. I'm going to be hungover soon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You see a turtle. (laughs) Is it actually there? Yeah. Is it (laughs) actually You see a turtle. So I jump in after the turtle. I sort of let go of thing and go, Turtle! Charlie, <laughs> Charlie no! Because Helen looks at where Charlie was and looks and goes, an excitable man, isn't he? <laughs> I just a drunk have one. no idea. Charlie, come back in the boat! Hi everyone, it's Matthew, your dungeon master here. Yes, we're doing another one of those ad breaks. We have to keep the lights on somehow. This week, we're sponsored by Snap30. Snap30 is a pop culture coverage website started in 2014 by a bunch of friends who fell in love with the idea of sharing their passionate hot takes on anime, video games, and other pop culture. The articles are really casual. It's like a conversation with a friend, except it's a conversation in their brain that they wrote down. But, you know, the spirit of the dialogue is there. What's really cool about Snap30 and what I'm really passionate about is the fact that they like to get into the trenches. They play these games live on Twitch almost every day. And you can check out their channel at twitch.tv slash snap30, spelled T-H-I-R-T-Y. They're not good at games. They're really average. In fact, I would say they're aggressively medium. Ultimately, they like to call themselves a bunch of idiots with a keyboard, mouse, and a controller, but I think that's doing them a bit of a disservice. And you would be doing yourself a disservice by not checking out the website, snap30.com. That's 30, spelt T-H-I-R-T-Y, not three zero. Snap30.com. And hey, if pop culture's your thing, you're probably going to like tabletop board games. And if you like tabletop board games, you should definitely check out Friends of the Podcast, Nerds of the West at youtube.com slash nerds of the West. They just hit a milestone of 3,000 subscribers and 100,000 views on their Exploding Kittens card game actual play. You should definitely check it out. It's very entertaining. They've got great editing. They've got great personalities. That's not a euphemism. And also, you can check them out at twitch.tv slash nerds of the west on most days of the week in their brand spanking new studio. Hey, and just between you and me, sometimes we make an appearance there. It's a great way to spend a couple of hours out of your day hanging out with some really cool people. 
I highly recommend it. You should definitely check them out. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. We mentioned last episode that we were going to launch our Patreon. We are very, very close to doing so. We're going to launch it with the release of episode 20, which will also come with a mailbag episode. So we've already received a number of questions from you guys. The cutoff is a week after the release of this episode. So if you don't get them through, you'll have to wait till the next time we do one of these. We've already had a number of fantastic questions come through, but we would love to hear more of them. Mail them through to therebedragonspodcast at gmail.com with the message line mailbag episode, and we'll include those in the show. And if you've been enjoying the adventure, don't forget to tell your friends. That is how we spread. We go purely through word of mouth, and we are really appreciative of it. If you're going to go above and beyond, consider dropping us a review and a star rating on iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser. There are a number of platforms that we're on, and you can check out the links to those on the Twitter, which is twitter.com slash tbdragonscast. Well, let's get back to the story. And hey, thanks for listening. Now, Nezor, what were you doing? Cool. I'm basically. Water when you <laughs> yeah, but the boats wouldn't be that close together. We don't know I'm if basically... turtles are an endangered species in this world. I feel like not. Yeah, Lions, They're about though. to be. <laughs> um, I'm basically on the lookout for like guards along the side, and basically a, a place that I. They're all in like a twenty foot. Well, Charlie's in the water now with <laughs> with a turtle. I'm basically just watching out for where I think Abella and our new friend can escape um, because I don't want to blow up the boat when there's going to be guards nearby and I don't want to blow up the boat when there's, like, just bare... Like, we're we're still in the city, yes? Yeah. So, um, to describe where you're currently at, there is, like, several islands that this city is sort of built across... And you're not outside of this port yet, but it looks like there is almost a replica of the same sort of setup on the opposite side. To your left, there is some kind of wooden structure in the water. It's fairly far away, though, but it seems to be like a really misshapen bridge made out of, like, flotsam. It actually connects two of these islands together. There is another smaller island that is joined by two bridges um, that has what looks like, like a park on it. Um... Like, very tall trees have been very deliberately planted in uh, in an order. It's not something you'd see in nature. And then on the other... Yeah, no, one that's not on the bridge, it's on the island. Um, but uh, the last island, which appears to be your destination, actually has, uh, like, a more militarised-looking setup. There are several large, tall buildings on it. Uh, one of them looks like some kind of government building because it has, or rather had, Bashano banners and now it has Urhart banners. Okay draped down it. There is also a number of ships on the opposite side that look more like heavier, dutier versions. River ships that would be used for combat purposes. Um, or at least ferrying troops. Like, very wide, very sturdy. Right. Um, and that appears to be where you're going. Cool. So I'm basically looking out for a bunch of buildings that I think these two would be able to run into and get away from anyone from. Uh, what, on the opposite side or back where you came? Uh, opposite side, where basically whenever, whenever, yeah, they, they get near the city is when I think is best to strike. Which two? Not, not two buildings, like... No, 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 sorry. The, the two of them, uh, you're not implying a Bella is going to flee. Yeah, we need to stay in contact with... We don't want to piss, well... That immediately goes, uh... Two of them ran yeah, away. No, I wasn't going to run. I was. That's I, why I, I told her to meet me at the place the, tomorrow. Fair enough. Yeah. I want the. I, I. This is probably shouldn't be having this conversation because it's mattering. But I, I would prefer that 
We stick together, but the assassin gets away. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to do. Even so, if we keep one assassin. Because we've already split. Well, we've only got one. No, we've got two. We've got the the, the kid. Yeah, but he's not oh, really yeah, an no, assassin. Don't he doesn't care. count. Yeah. He's just a messed up cool. kid. He doesn't know any better. So I'm that excuse going has to... been made too many times, and it's time people start owning their actions. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm going to message to the assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, be ready. And then at the same time, cast secretly, as secretly as I can, Healing Word, um, giving them uh, 1d4 of hit points plus my spellcasting ability, so 4. Well, are we on the boat as this is happening? Yeah. I'm, I've been heaving. Yeah. I'm, the guards are probably distracted. Yeah. They're the trying way. very hard not to pay attention oh. to So basically I'm just yeah. like, gonna, gonna heal them for as good as I can. Let's try and keep it on the fucking table. Jesus. Uh, so seven hit points here. Okay. Um, and then once I see them, I'm assuming and hoping they kind of sit up a little bit and seem a little bit more invigorated. Shatter. A less under. poisoned. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, uh, they definitely seem a little bit healed sharper. all the poison damage. Let's put it that yeah. way. I only did six. Um, I'm going to message now and shatter the water under the back of the boat. Okay. Um, which is 3d8 of thunder damage. All damage. Uh, that's only five damage. Okay. There is a dull thump, something like a depth charge. The water churns and becomes red, and the back of the boat implodes. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the water become red? Was there more turtles? There was many things in the river. This is when Matt reveals he was actually about to spring a like, no. giant monster on us <laughs> and I killed it. No, um, you... By the way, so when Charlie fell in... Yeah. Oh, how no, no. Dived. Dived. When, yeah. So, like, how how long before this? Did we wait for him to be back on board? I'm swinging, swimming along with the boat. Okay. Yeah. But he's, like, way away. Yeah, yeah, so that, probably nice fresh water as well. You're probably helping. Yeah. Oh, I've got a turtle. And I saw another one. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but that, it's gone now. Yeah. No, no, I've got one in my arm. And I'm swimming after the second it's Dutch, one. What's Duchess doing? That one turtle is mildly yeah. aroused. Yeah, she's barking at you. I dropped her from and like dove in and grabbed so the my turtle. Bo- my point is, like, have we gotten Charlie back on board before no. we do no, the thing? Just okay. No, he's just swimming. He's not close but enough it's, to it's, be affected by it. It's, okay. You just yeah. sort of see this thing rapidly begin to sink as this blood just sort of diffuses into the river. Holy shit. And I'm like, in not an unnatural reaction, what the fuck? Oh! <laughs> yeah. And I turn, to, I turn to Costello and say, did you mind the river? That's an idea. What is that then? <laughs> Why is it red? Um, What's I happening to your boat? Why is the boat gone? <laughs> what are you? Why is you, the boat on fire? You seem to be asking me questions I clearly can't answer. I'm I sorry. I don't I'd understand know. why. Just making sure you knew. <laughs> no, yes. no, no. It's not sort of. I, I wasn't asking where the boat's gone. It's, I can see what's happened to it. I'm just wondering yeah. why it's sinking. Now, he stands up and goes to the back of the boat that oh. you're on and he goes, Well. <laughs> And they're, they're rapidly sinking. Uh, most of them are, like, three of them are in the water. I was um, hoping to injure some of them I look at I look at him and I go, do you mind if I go... Knock yourself out. Um, so I dive into the water yeah. and I swim over and help, make a big show of helping a Bella who is yeah. floundering. Just as a point, just as a point, so... When this happens, oh, she's going down on the ship. Like it's like oh, the, she's like the so, front of the Titanic. Like so when this happens, I would have been supporting um, this elf, right? Yeah, or being so supported by this elf. Look, probably more of that by this point. I feel and gotten more healthy, so great. And I would have tripped, quote unquote. Yeah. Oh no! 
Can you not, like, make it so obvious? Yeah, you could trip without having to vocalise it as well. All right, fine. So I trip and fall in the water, yeah. and then I climb to the surface and splash about. I'm not a great swimmer, so it doesn't yeah. require a lot of acting for me to look like I'm drowning. And then I dive in to go and help her. Yep. Okay. Um, the... And let go of the person, sir. No, that's no, and no one else does either because I just rolled their perception checks and they all rolled very badly. And she's stealth the eight. fuck into boat. Yeah, Charlie. Yes. You have a turtle. I do, and I'm going for a second one. And it's making an turtle. unpleasant noise. <laughs> I can't hear it. It's under the water. Is it? Is it a turtle or like a, a tortoise or a turtle? Tortoises don't exist they don't, in water. They drown swim. if they're in water. Okay, I'm sorry. Have you not seen have that gift? Does it not have like, legs? I rescued, I rescued a turtle. Like, isn't there, isn't there, doesn't tortoises with legs, can't they, like, doesn't, doesn't, they can't swim? No. Oh, no. There's this oh. chick who's like, oh, I found this turtle. It's clearly a gopher tortoise. Okay. And she's like, it's I, a turtle. I'm going to put it I, back into the water and throws it off a bridge into the water. It's just, well, you just killed that animal. I just right. didn't, I, I, I actually thought that they were amphibious and they could live on land and I, I no, thought. that's turtles. Turtles can. You have a turtle? Yeah. Terrapins, can they swim? I don't know. Let's They're a <laughs> type of tortoise. I'm looking this shit up. <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I go for the, oh, I'm going to have to need air, aren't I? <laughs> so I've got my turtle. Yeah. I'm going to swim upwards mm-hmm. as fast as I can, which, because swimming's half speed. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's 50 feet if I dash. Or, like, if I, I double move, I move 50 feet. Okay. So, basically, I'm just going to swim really quickly up and, like, on an angle along with the boat and holding the turtle in front of me like this, sort of breach the water while screaming, turtle. Let me paint you all a word picture. <laughs> I just did. No, I no. just painted the word picture. Yeah. But I want to paint them a word picture because that was the Charlie experience. This is what everyone else's experience. The experience is the ship begins to sink and Bella's vomiting. The the would-be assassin disappears. And then when some sort of semblance of sanity returns to the scene, Charlie breaches screaming turtle, (laughs) holding it aloft. Castellan just brings his hands to his eyes and just rubs them and goes, I need brandy. And I, I sort of drag Abella up onto the side of the boat and then haul myself back in and go, run for me. Uh, you all eventually make <clears throat> land on the other side, Sands the Assassin. Meanwhile, Ryland. Um, having assumed from the conversation that um, the first assassin I was chasing has been apprehended, mm-hmm. I'm going to set off in search of the other one I shot through the hand. Yep. Because in magnificent odds, I didn't crit fail on either of those shots. Yeah. You crit succeeded in one. Uh, yeah. I'm quite impressed with myself. It's beautiful. Yes, they there are, are rainbows. Fleeing at speed. All right. I, I, I pursue them. Um, what, what would be the most direct route to intercept them? Through the window. And then onto the ground on the opposite side. Yeah, and then by foot. Run, run, run. Yeah. So you you guys uh, basically feel like you guys want me to leap out of the window and do a superhero landing. I mean, that's the most direct way. totally don't roll a one. Like, would that hurt? Can I land a 15-foot drop unhurt? Um, I would make you do a dex check just to see if you can handle it. Otherwise, you might take some falling damage, which would be like a d6. 
Okay. Well, I'll just go down the stairs. Why risk it? Yeah. I go back down the stairs and across the square in pursuit of the. Yeah. Cool. Assassin. Like, did they? Did I see them get off the building, or they? Still uh, they they have continued to they have continued to flee. Um, they've basically just stayed on the rooftops. Well, I need to get to the roof, so I get into the the opposite building and up the stairs. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to say you managed to find a way onto a roof. There's a small like, uh, I guess. <laughs> You break down the other door. Um, up, yeah. up, the, up the stairs, I punch out a window, yep. um, climb onto the windowsill and do a sort of nifty leap and grab the edge of the roof. Cool. Just quickly roll me an athletics check. Just make sure you can get up there. 12 plus 7. Yep. 19. Excellent. Yeah, you vault this and you are now on the roof and they are quite a distance ahead of you. Um, we're going to roll an opposed athletics check to see if you're able to catch up to them. 16 plus 7. So, Ryland, you engage in a rooftop chase with this assassin. Uh, at points, uh, they drop down to lower levels. They try to avoid you by ducking through, like, small alleyways and then climbing back up. Uh, you are able to keep pace, though, uh, and eventually you chase them across a rooftop whilst they drop down to the street level and see them literally crossing the road into this very, very unpleasant-looking... Almost shanty town. Great, I grab them. Um, are you going to leap from the building down and like crush them? And tackle them. Yeah. Oh, great! I lunge from the rooftop. Do it raptor style. <laughs> you leap into the air and then sort of. With a. <laughs> yeah. I leap from the rooftop, arms outstretched to capture my prey. Excellent. Let's call that a grapple check with advantage. Uh, Sixteen plus seven. Oh, my dice rolls are awful today. Yeah, you land on them. These assassins suck. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a bad day. Well, I mean, an assassin can be someone who has a crossbow or a dagger. They don't have to be, like, highly trained individuals. But they, they, they have an order. They have secret codes and masks. They're, they're, this is a team. This That's is a where group. all the training went into. <laughs> yeah, we blew the budget. They are super good at mask making and secret hand signs. <laughs> they're really great at paper no. mache. And they're, they're pretty good at you missing their primary target and hitting a bunch of dudes in the neck. You'd be surprised how um, well crafts is a team-building exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Oh. So, after that... I successfully um, grapple them to the yeah, ground? Yeah, so you push him to the ground. Is it crowded, though? Uh, no. And you hear the wind get knocked out of him? Cool. Um, I'll flip him over and straddle them. Yeah. In a non-sexy yeah. way. Uh, you you, you see this mask looking at you, it's crap. Um, I'll pull it off. Yeah, and there is a... No, no, no! There is an elf. <laughs> there is an elf there. He doesn't have razor blades in his neck? No. Oh. Wrong I mask. I remember that, too. <laughs> Wrong mask. Uh, he's glaring at you. <laughs> What a shock. You shot him in the arm. Yeah. I did shoot him in the arm. Does he know that I was the one who shot him in the arm? I imagine he would. He probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, No one else had a bow. He goes, go on then, kill me. Wasn't what I had in mind. Okay. Yeah, hot. <laughs> Spits in your face. Believe it or not, I'm not on terribly good terms with the heart at the moment. I was just wondering why, uh, who you were shooting at. Erhart pigs. Just in general, not a specific Erhart pig? Turned cloaks. Okay. Um, so you weren't trying but to kill... you should die. Well, given that they're trying to kill me as well, that seems a little unfair. Um, so... But do you think I have pity for you? So are you in some sort of guild with those masky things? Um, he just starts <laughs> laughing. Um, I'm just going to flick the arrow in his forearm. Oh, uh, you, you will pay for this. I will? You will. Um, uh, who, who will I pay to? 
my father shall see you. And who might he be? Uh, to that, he just keeps laughing. And he thinks it's a big joke. Um, roll me a perception check. <laughs> Four. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I perceive nothing. You perceive nothing. Um, how about if I patch your arm up and then you tell me who you're working for? <laughs> Look, I'm not necessarily... You think sympathy will make me tell you things? No. Oh, I could keep yanking on it. <laughs> Look, mate. All pretense dropped. <laughs> The people I'm with, I'm pretty sure, would be happy to kill me as well. So that I'm not necessarily opposed to letting you go to keep on killing them. I just want to know where you came from in the first place. The enemy of my enemy is my friend and all that business. Why would I tell a tyrant anything? Hmm? Do, do I look like the sort of person who's on good terms with the Earhart? You look like some kind of monster. Fair point. But I, I wasn't the one, you know, on a rooftop wearing a crazy mask shooting at people today. So, you know. This is our duty. I don't really have a duty anymore, so this is your chance to convince me that I should help you instead of putting an arrow somewhere else. Roll me a persuasion check. That was good. With oh, advantage. no! No! You did say with advantage. With advantage. And you also have, um, you also have bardic <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Crit fail. With advantage! Fantastic. Use your bardic inspiration. So far we've done one and three. I've got six. For those playing at home, I got to roll with advantage. I rolled a one and a three. I also had bardic inspiration and rolled a three. So I get a uh, six to convince this dude that... And your charisma is plus two. Yeah. So Don't forget uh, the bonuses. Yes, charisma. So it'd be eight then. Eight. I get eight. Yeah. You see something flicker behind the eyes very briefly. Like there is a brief glimmer of interest and then that sort of resentment returns. Would it help if I mentioned I'm a wanted criminal in our heart for jeopardising our heart military strategies? Uh, oh, oh, okay, roll again with advantage. <laughs> twelve. That's better. Three. Yeah, twelve. Twelve yeah. plus two is fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah? We're getting there. Why would you fight against your countrymen? I like being alive. Get off me and we met talk. If I get off you, do you promise not to try and stab me? Of course. I am not underhanded like you, Erhard. Says the assassin. <laughs> Can I raise... Do I have eyebrows? Can I raise an eyebrow? You have scales. Yeah. I raise a scaly ridge at him and then get off him. He groans, gets up, dusts himself off and goes, So, what is your name? Oh, I fucking hate that question. <laughs> Mathilde. <laughs> Mathilde Silverback. <laughs> Northern. It's Mathilde. Mathilde. You? He fixes you with a glare. Marcel. Nice to meet you, Marcel. I go to shake his hand and then realise it's got an arrow sticking out of it. Yeah, and also he does not make any motion to do the same to you. Yes. Do you, do you, do you would you like me to patch that up for you? No. You want to help me? Like I said, I like being alive and... Finding this place was overrun by a heart was a rather unpleasant surprise. I was kind of hoping that by staying on the side of the river I'd get to avoid more Erhart. So, you know, the less Erhart around, the likely is one of them's going to stab me in the back, so... You're not certain, but you think he liked your answer? <laughs> there is a long pause while this elf seems to make his mind up about something. Tersely responds with... Caveat emptor. Six bells. Then he turns on his heel and hurries off into the slums, leaving you to ponder, Ryland, what kind of Bashanur establishment 
uses high erhat to give itself a name. Buyer beware. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Lita Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Douse. Nezor Valgoulis, the Bard, and our sound recordist was played by Tom Moore. Scan Felspar is played by Joshua Walker. And Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. Or you can check us out on Podbean at therebedragons.podbean.com. We also have a Twitter at TBDragonsCast where you can tweet at us and talk about the show using the hashtag ThereBeDragons. ThereBeDragons is edited and produced by Matthew Buss and sound post-produced by Tom Moore. ThereBeDragons' original score and soundtrack is composed and produced by Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. ThereBeDragons art is produced by Brianna Manning. You can find more of her work at brepi.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>